0: Hey everybody, so thank you for joining me on Amaze and Grace Podcast. So today I want to talk to you about, um, it's kind of like a piggyback on last episode, Um, but the Lord is like dealing with me with myself and, and it's everything that I am learning and everything that he is revealing to me, I am sharing with you guys. Um, so last time we mentioned, you know, we were going into the new year, so happy new year, everybody. We are in 2022 and, um, basically I was talking about, you know, becoming a better you and you are the one to make that choice into doing so of, of trying your best to be intentional about the things that you are doing in your life to become the best version of yourself. So... With that being said, when we do make that decision to become the best version of ourselves, there will be times where we will face issues, trials, emotions, um, um, generational curses, things that we inherited from our generation that we have um, found ourselves going in cycles over and over and over with um so basically i what i'm trying to say is that in this moment when you make the decision to go forward and try your best to become the better you you also have to fight for you fight for yourself fight for your peace of mind fight for your identity in christ um it's very very important to not give up Because that is exactly what the enemy wants us to do is to give up on becoming better. One of the things that he desire is for us to give up and throw in the towel and say that this is too hard. It's too hard to face my truth. It's too hard to face this pain. It's too hard to face these dysfunctional cycles that keep happening in my life. Like, you know, we get tired and we wonder why we have to face this time after time after time. But deliverance comes with work. You, you have to want that deliverance for yourself and your bloodline. So I'm going to take you to the book of Ruth. That is where um, God was dealing with me with some things that were on my mind about, you know, um, feeling as if I'm tired. I, I'm tired of seeing some of the same cycles of um dysfunctional ways um which i know um everyone faced um a part of me having this podcast again is being transparent and i do have times when i face um things that i say oh i'm gonna get over it i'm gonna get over it and then i find myself you know being um not a good listener um dwelling in my emotions and my thoughts that are in my head things that I know for a fact that God did not give me why entertain those things what I realized too is that you know thoughts that come to your head do not have life unless you believe them they do not have life unless you believe what the enemy is saying to you When you decide to open up your mouth and repeat what the enemy is saying to you and also act on it or claim that thing, that's when it becomes a problem. And that is where he wants us to start doing it, confessing it out of our mouth. I have anxiety or I have issues. No, that is not your anxiety. That is not your issue. We don't claim those things because that's what he wants us to do is to believe that we are less than great than what God has called us to be. So Ruth was actually perfect proof um, to the contrary. Where she is a significant, um, I guess she's seen as a significant outsider. right? She's an outsider whose um, life turned out to be an essential for telling us a complete story of God's way among us. God's way and how he changes people's lives and how he can take someone who is an outsider um, to be basically the grandmother of the King David. So the story of her life, like when you think about Ruth, is she went through a lot of things before she married Boaz, before she even came to where Boaz was. And so when I was reading Ruth, I was noticing different things that she faced and I was able to see that in my own life. And I was hoping that um, by me explaining these different things that she faced that, you know, maybe um, you also can see that in your own in your own life. What story in your life is going to carry your bloodline? what pain you have to endure to destroy the generational curses only to birth out holy and healthy deliverance in your bloodline. Ruth refused to give up and she did things that were out of her comfortable zone to humble herself, to humble herself and get in the fields and work and she made it Her business to keep going and not give up. She wasn't going to yield to what her past told her about herself. She pushed past the pain, the hurt, and pride, which led her to be in alignment with the purpose that God had for her. This process. Of becoming and this process of you know um casting down generational curses and 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 cycles in your life it's not easy so you know we have to understand that sometimes we have to humble ourselves to the process Ruth had to humble herself and um I did notice that during this process, um, the things that she faced, so I'm going to go down the line and, 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 and hopefully this helps someone. So I did notice that at the beginning, you know, of the story of Ruth, we noticed that, um, her mother-in-law, Naomi and Ruth and her mo- uh, her sister-in-law, um, all had faced hurt and hurt is something that we all experience. And it's something that sometimes, if it's not healed properly, it always finds itself coming to the surface. Um, she had experienced hurt, hurt from the loss of her husband in death. She also faced rejection. She was faced uh, faced with rejection from her um, her own mother in law after her own mother in law was dealing with her own pain, and she wanted to go back to her her hometown um, in Bethlehem and Judah from Moab, Moab. And what happened was she did not want to, she felt the guilt. And sometimes a lot of us do that. We feel guilt about being unperfect. We feel guilt about not being what we think we should be in our lives. And we take it out on the people who love us the most. And so that was what we was finding Naomi was doing to Ruth and Oprah. So she basically was like, you guys need to go back. I'm leaving um, this town and I'm going to start all over. You guys do not have to follow me. And she was pretty much telling her, I don't need you. I need you to go and be free away from my bitterness. I need you to go and be free away from what I am feeling. And so I'm pretty sure that Ruth was feeling some type of rejection. Like, why are you trying to push me away? I've been with you all this time. I loved your son. I was a good wife to your son. Like, why are you pushing me away from your life? And then, so when Naomi was telling them to to leave, you know, one of the, of Naomi's daughters-in-law, Oprah, had left. And when she left, she also left her sister. She also left her other sister-in-law. So she left Ruth. So, of course, Ruth felt... Like, I thought you was down, girl. I thought you was going to go with us. I thought we was going to all go together and build this new life with each other and help each other with the loss of our husbands. But sometimes the walk that God has for us is not for everybody to get on the same um, walk. And sometimes the deliverance that we have is not for all of our friends. Maybe they need to see us get delivered first before they can follow She also faced change in her environment. She was moving back um, from a place of Moab where she had settled and she got married. And she stayed there for over 10 years just to go back to Bethlehem. No. Yeah. (laughs) To Judah. So she went back to a place where um, was going to be unfamiliar to her. You know, she was, it was going to be unfamiliar to her and she wanted to be comfortable. She, you know, some people are afraid to go forward, but she made up in her mind, like I'm going to go and take this chance of going to a new place and see what is all there for me. So she had to step out of that zone of being familiar with a certain place. She had to make hard decisions her decision was, I'm sure, a very, very, very hard decision to make. And We are in those situations when we're trying to be better for, our, for ourselves. And we're left with making these decisions and God give us choice. I talked about that the last podcast episode is that God gives us choices. And it's up to us to make the right decision and so ruth had a decision to make she had a decision that she could either go back to where she was familiar with back to her hometown or back there where she could easily build what she had and remarry and start all over or she could move forward to a place where she had no idea where she was going she didn't know many people but to start brand new and to start over this was a major decision that she had she had to make and so her willingness to serve Naomi and not thinking about how she could fix her own issues because she couldn't been fixed her issues well what we thought were her issues were you know getting married again but that wasn't not even near what the issue was but she could have went back and built on what she already had in her hometown and got married but she decided to humble herself and serve someone else's hurt to serve someone else's issue to serve naomi she was going to not worry about fixing her own issues at this moment and i believe that positioned her to get ready to change some things in her own surface in her own life sometimes serving others or showing up for someone else is actually positioning us to fix something on the inside of us she had to watch her loved one suffer she suffered and this is another thing that she had to face watching someone that she loved grieve over a loved one she was also grieving a lot of people forget that Ruth had every reason to be bitter like Naomi she had every reason to be emotional like Naomi but it was something on the inside of Ruth that was saying that I am not going to die in this grief I am not going to die in this state so she had to make a decision to fight and commit to the change That is very important for you to fight and make a decision to commit to the change, especially when you identified what the issue is. That is very, very important. And that is what my father was telling me when I was reading this book was basically like, Kwani, you have to commit to the change. You know what it is. You know what these generational curses are. You know what that root issue is in your life. It is time to change it. And you have to commit to changing it. You can't just say, I'm going to change it and be one day, one day. And then the next thing you know, it only take one trigger to get you back to thinking negative, to get you back to believing what the enemy said to you to get you back to feeding off of your anxiety. It only takes one issue to get you back into a a bad, stale place. So it's gonna take a commitment for the change in your life as it did for Ruth. She told her mother-in-law, don't force me to go back and leave you where you go, I go. Where you live, I live. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. When, where you die, I will die. And that to me was a person who really wants to change talking to God. I seen this as an example of how our posture should be when we are sick and tired of the same cycles repeating in our lives. Is to tell our Father, Lord, I will go wherever you go. I will do whatever you want me to do. I will say whatever you want me to say. Just help me better me help me be a better person help me to live out my destiny on this earth help me to not get stuck on me leandra sings a song lord deliver me because all i ever do is hurt me and that is so true we all will do self-sabotage and hurt ourselves because we can't get past a issue. We allow one issue or a couple of issues to keep us from blooming into what God wants us to grow and be for his purpose, for our children, for our children, children. This is so strong. These strongholds come on us because the enemy knows that when we get a grip and a hold of this change, how big this will be for our bloodline he knows that this stinking thinking or the anxiety or these things that we face on generational curses double-mindedness schizophrenia all of these different things a lust and and perversion and all of these things that we know that are in our bloodlines but we refuse to commit to the change some of these things do come through fasting and praying and some of these things these deliverance will come through work it has to start with you God wants us to work for the change he wants to see how bad do you want it how bad do you want your children to be freed from the very thing that comes to torment you how bad do you want it just like Naomi noticed Ruth wanted to not go back to her home. Just like Naomi noticed her heart posture. She know, she noticed that Ruth was like, listen, I'm down for whatever. I'm about for whatever because I'm down for the change and I'm ready to go. What's up? that that's how she was and that's what grabs the attention of our father he sees our heart posture he knows our thoughts he knows our mind he knows when we are to the place where we want change for ourselves we want the deliverance our hands are up we are surrendering and we are humbling ourselves for the change that we want for our children for our lives Lord, I can't go like this anymore. I'm tired of going through cycles over and over and over and over and over again. I believe um, Jonathan McReynolds sings the song Cycles. And he tells you in that song that the enemy plays with our minds. He does. He plays with our minds because he knows that he can keep us trapped if we stay in these cycles, in these generational curses. He knows that. He knows that. So just like, you know, Naomi noticed that Ruth was for real about this change, so does God with us. So does God with us and we have to be like Romans 8 and 31 and 32 and say that God it does not matter nor death nor life nor angels nor principalities no powers no things no nothing that's in the present nothing that is to come will separate me from the love of God. Nothing can separate me from the connection that I have with you, the, the, the purpose that I have on this earth. God, you are the man. You are the God. You are the Holy Spirit that is going to revive me, redeem me, and deliver me. And I can't do it by myself. So Ruth had to humble herself and take, you know, in work go in the field and glean from others' work and get leftovers, she had to humble her pride. Sometimes we have to humble our pride and and understand that we're not going to be perfect. And when somebody is telling us something to better ourselves and give us constructive criticism and also tell us instructions on what God is giving them to help us, we can't get in our feelings. And I'm number one, because I do it. Get in your feelings and try and get defensive and think that they they are picking at you or they are. No, we have to humble ourselves for the work that is ahead of us. We have to be real and honest. I talked about that the last episode. Be brutally honest with yourself and stop playing Patty Kate with these spirits. Stop playing Patty Kate with these generational curses because the thing is. We can't play with this. Time is out. The devil wants us to sit in this, but not so in the name of Jesus. We have to come up higher. We have to come up higher because we have children waiting on us. We have family members waiting on us and we cannot give up. No, not now. It's not the time. No, not right now. It's not the time. We have to rise up to the occasion and the occasion is freedom. We have to be free from these principalities and these demonic forces and strongholds that come to to try to take you from the very thing that God has promised you so she worked in hopes in this field that the harvesters the people that were there would treat her with kindness we were we, you know some people um um do things by faith and she was all oh, she was using her faith she was like I'm gonna go to this field and I hope that these people see me and show me favor and that is exactly what happened She was so busy working and and, and she had a good posture while she was working. She was pushing through all of these emotions that I named before. The hurt, the rejection, the pain, you know, all of these things moving out of her comfortable zone, all of these things that she had to face. She still was moving by faith that God will see her. She still was moving by faith. So by her moving by faith, you know, the story, Boaz noticed her and and he has, you know, he's a he's a prominent man, he's rich and he has these fields that he owns and you know that I feel like he at that moment just looking at the story, he represents our father. Our Father is going to bless you, our rich Father in heaven will bless you with many blessings and promises, yes and amen, for those who seek Him daily, who are willing to go in the field and fight for yourself. You are fighting for your mind, you are fighting for your peace, you are fighting for a change in your, in your personality with finding out who you are in Jesus Christ. Not what your uncle told you who you were, not what your mom or your dad, not what your auntie said that you are, but what the Bible says about who you are in Christ. She seek God daily and she worked daily. And that's what God wants us to do. We have to work at it. Don't give up on your change. Don't give up on your deliverance. He sees our heart and our effort to destroy these generational curses, these inherited habits in our bloodline. God is watching us make efforts into changing bad habits. Believe it or not, he is watching us. Psalm 31 and 23 states that God takes care of all of those who stay close to him says that you have to be brave, you have to be strong, and you cannot give up. Expect, expect, have expectation that God is going to be here soon. He is going to show up in your life very, very soon. Very, very soon, I know sometimes it get hard and I know sometimes you feel defeated and I know sometimes you make mistake, mistakes and then you feel guilt and you feel shame, but no condemnation on those who love Christ. You have to speak the word of God over your life and know who you are in him. No mistake, no argument, no disagreement, no backlash. None of those things matter. What matter is your heart posture with your father and him knowing your effort to every day wake up and face you and fight for you the biggest enemy is in your inner me my sisters say that all the time the biggest enemy is your inner me your inner me, your thoughts your things that are that are in your head and that are in your spirit that is telling you to do contrary to what the word is of god is telling you to do we have to understand that this warfare is real the enemy wants us to hate ourselves the enemy wants us to fight ourselves to keep ourselves it ain't no hater it ain't the person that's next to you it ain't your enemies that's keeping you from growing in christ it's you it's you and i'm speaking to myself y'all it is you that are That is keeping yourself in hindrance and to your full deliverance. Working hard and knowing that you have to keep pushing. You have to keep pushing forward and not allowing yourself to give up on who you can become. Who you can become. In the Bible it says that we are suffering of, of today. It's no comparison to what our future holds and what God has for us. It also says that God's thoughts are not like our thoughts. And it also says that his thoughts of us is very good. And that he wants us to see us prosper. That is the word of God. So if God' thoughts are good of us, why are our own thoughts of ourselves? It's terrible horrible we talk so bad and down on ourselves but we have to lift ourselves up with the word of God Ruth had to listen to instructions from Naomi about what to do to present herself to Boaz as she would show herself to be available for marriage it takes a a special person to sit down and listen listening not to respond but listening to understand she understood the assignment she understood that her mother-in-law being where she been before or understand where she's trying to go or her mother-in-law had her best interest in hand Her mother-in-law was trying to instruct her because she she needed to understand that this is now the time. This is a chance for you to step up to the occasion to position yourself in alignment with what I see as a blessing. She'd been seeing it before, probably before Ruth did. But she was giving her instructions. So Ruth, had to listen we have to listen to those that love us those that have wisdom people that are placed in our lives to give us construct constructive criticism and and advice wisdom about the things that we can do to help ourselves fight for ourselves if that makes sense we can't do everything on our own. We can't handle every issue and every trial on our own. We have to let someone in, someone who's holy, someone who believes in your God, someone who is available and have strength to carry you through. Talk to a friend, talk to someone and know this. We can't get offended every time somebody steps on your toes because it's needed. Let me tell you something. I am experiencing that myself. When I am being taught or told that you have a problem with this, you have a problem with that. And instead of taking it and dealing with it and preying on it and actually, you know, taking a moment and being brutally honest with myself about it. I'm getting defended. I'm getting offended about it. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm becoming what the enemy is saying to me in my head that you are out of you, you don't have control over your emotions. You always popping off on people or you always being defensive. No, that is what he wants me to believe. The thing is, I can control it. I can control it. I have to to, to humble myself and listen to what someone is telling me. And if it's not contrary to what the word of God says about me, then I need to take heed and go off of what that person is telling me. Because that person is not telling me something to hurt me. They're telling me something to build me up. And sometimes we have to be torn down to be built up the proper way. Because we have to unlearn Sometimes we have to unlearn bad habits. We have to unlearn generational habits, inherited habits that are are bad. Sometimes we have to unlearn those things. And being a grown 35-year-old woman, I am now learning how to have good communication skills. And listening to people and knowing when to speak, when not to speak, not to always say that I am right, not to always jump off and pop off. I am learning that now because of always being in a in a in a in a a mind frame of that. I got it all together or you can't tell me you can't correct me who you think you is like that is not healthy. That is not what. Ruth and Naomi displayed in the Bible. When she told her instructions, she obeyed. She went ahead and she did what Naomi told her to do and it blessed her life. It blessed her life because once she showed that she was available, hello, once we show that we are available to God, then he will come. Then he will come. Ruth also had to learn how to be patient even after the miracle or even not even the miracle, but even after the blessing of Boaz, um, wanting her to be, you know, with him, he still had to get, um, approval from another relative who was closer to Ruth for marriage. So she had to Have patience and trust. Trust is so big. We have to trust God in this process. We have to trust God in this process of fighting for our freedom and breaking generational curses. We have to trust the process and know that he has us in the palm of his hand to understand that he won't let us fail. We don't fail when we're walking closely with God. We don't fail. It may feel like it sometimes. We may make mistakes sometimes, but we have to understand what was meant for your bad. God can easily turn it around for your good. It's all comes down to obedience. We have to be obedient and patient with our father. What does his word say? What does his word tell us to do when it comes to our issues? What does the word say when it comes to our deliverance for our bloodline and for our children and for ourselves? Ruth had to learn how to be patient and to wait. And once she did that, God opened up the door for her and Boaz to be together. So. I say this to say that when I read this story in the book of Ruth, it really helped me realize that Ruth was no different from me. Ruth faced so much hurt, so much disappointment. And she also faced being outside of our comfort zone. She had to deal with herself. And doing that, she didn't give up. She kept working. She had to humble herself. She had to take away all of the pride. She had to listen to constructive criticism. She had to listen to wisdom and in instructions. And when she did that, and she honored that, she seen a change in her life. We cannot allow issues or cycles to throw us off as if we would never be free from what has kept a stronghold over our lives. God is in the deliverance business and he is willing to pull you out of the marie clay and put you on the potter's wheel and he will mold you He will mold you if you humble yourself and let him. He will mold you into the person that he has called you to be. We just have to understand that this fight is not easy, but I encourage everyone under the sound of my voice to understand the power and the anointing that you have to stay in the race. You have the power to stay in the race. It's not the time for a breakdown, but it is a time for a breakthrough and for God, almighty God, to give you the power to keep moving forward. And he is there. He will deliver you from things of your past from things that hurt you and and things that come to torment you because the enemy wants us to stay away from that but we have to be purged lord burn us and make us beautiful jesus break me down if you have to break me down god to build me back up but i want to be an example for my children i want to live right i'm tired of dealing with myself i'm tired of going back to old things lord but Lord, renew my mind and my spirit, God, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit on the inside of me, Jesus, so I can be everything that you have called me to be in the name of Jesus. We all want to be everything that God has created us to be. We cannot allow these generational curses to stay in our bloodline. We have to denounce those strongholds. We have to loose those things and bind them up and send them back to the pits of hell where they belong and understand that we stay on the devil's trail. We do not get complacent. We do not sit on our gifts, but we have to gird ourselves up and understand that if it's something that is in your life that you want to be gone you have to be purposeful and understanding that you have to pray that thing out you have to denounce these spirits when they come up in your life you have to say no to the enemy's thought and say yes to God's words you have to put him in his place you do not own me you do not own my thoughts but God is the one who created me and for what my Bible says he has created me and wonderfully created me and i know that nothing nothing that god has made is bad everything that he made was good and it was very good. You are good. You are very good. Remind yourself who you are. Gird yourself up and know that Christ lives on the inside of you and know that no generational curse, no, no bad inherited habits. Nothing will come between you and the love of God. Keep pushing and fighting for yourself and know that no lusts no no demonic spirits. No no mind bottling spirits will keep you from going into places that the Lord has for you. Let your life be a testimony. Let this know that know that the fight that you're fighting is not just for you. I know that it's a fight for you, but it's not eventually it's not just for you. It's for your bloodline. It's for those that are coming right after you. It's for those that are in front of you. It's for your grandmother who still suffers with things that you see that is in your bloodline. When you get healed, you break every chain. I feel, I feel, hallelujah Jesus, I feel this thing because this is the thing. Just like Tasha said, I hear the chains falling. My God in the spirit, I hear the chains falling off of my life, I hear the chains falling off of your life, hallelujah, because there is power in the name of Jesus Christ and Jesus, my God, my son who rose on, on the third day with all power in his hand, That same power is still a living power and we have to understand that power still in in, in us and we have to understand that we are not to yield to these thoughts we are not to yield to these things that the enemy tells us about ourselves but we are to go to war with him we are to let him know that the it that god has took the keys away from him a long time ago you got booted out of heaven for a reason you thought that you was arrogant you thought that you had everything you thought that you was beautiful but i'ma tell you something right now You will not come in my life or anybody that is connected to me and tell me that I am not a son of the king. You will not tell me that I am less than what God has told me. I am the head and not the tail. I am the lender and not the borrower. Hallelujah. And I know who I am in Christ. And no devil in hell is going to tell me any different. You have to fight for yourself. You have to fight for yourself. You have to fight for yourself and do not give up. I don't care how hard it gets. If you have to cry out to the Lord, cry out to the Lord because he is going to rescue you. He is going to be there every step of the way. And after you cry out to the Lord, don't move. I encourage you to not move. Stay prostrated. Stay on the ground. Stay kneeling in his presence because God will talk to you. I'm a witness. God will send you to a scripture. He will send a word your way. He will send someone your way. Do not give up. You are not in this alone. You do not face generational curses alone. Everybody face them. But we have to understand, Lord, that everybody don't get a chance to break them. And we have to break the cycle. We have to break the cycle. We have to break the cycle in the name of Jesus. And God, I pray, God, that every person that is listening, God, that you're touching them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, God. We pray that change will be brought about this day, God. We pray, Lord, that this word, God, will be rich to their souls, God, that they will understand the importance of fighting, that they will understand the importance of humbling themselves, that they will understand the importance of the hurt and the rejection that came in their life, God, and that we should not allow these things to keep us from fighting for ourselves, because we want to be new God we want to be everything that you have called us to be in this life God do not let us die in this season God but you shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord says the Lord you shall live and not die we all are facing hard times sometimes and we all go through trials sometimes and we have to understand that that doesn't defeat us that actually makes us better it actually is making you better it actually is making you better. Say to yourself, I am getting better. I am becoming better because of the hurt. I am coming better because of the pain. I am coming better because I was ostracized. I am coming better because I was raised in a broken home. I am coming better because I, I faced uh, a domestic violence. I am coming better. All of these things that was meant to destroy you are building your character. They are building you up. We can't allow these things to overtake us. But God can deliver us from all of these things. We have to stay on the devil's trail. You will not have our minds. You will not have our children. You will not have our family. And we have to denounce those things because this is real. This is real. If you don't fight for yourself, who will? Keep Fighting for yourself. I hope that this word will set you on fire. To keep going and moving forward in God. And to understand that this thing is real. We have to commit to the change. If you know whatever the issue is in your life. That has kept you bound after relationship, after relationship, after issue, after issue. And you see the cycle in your bloodline. It is time to not be afraid, but it's time to face those things and denounce those things from your bloodline and stick to and commit to changing them in your life. I am right with you. I am right with you and I am on the devil's trail because it is time for us to be better. I encourage everyone to keep fighting for you. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Amaze and Grace.